Welcome to Be The Sun, Season 5, Episode 34. We will watch Street Racing. <laughs> Street Outlaws. <laughs> Street Outlaws, Season 17, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. This is Brian. Uh, Zuma Beth. Hey, this is James. Uh, Harris Hoffman. Noah Singer. Maximum Speed. Well, if this is your first time listening to us, we watch a different reality show each week, go into minute detail on everything that happens, and give a good rating, bad rating, or terrible rating. Uh, Noah, what show did we watch this week? We watched Street Outlaws on Discovery Channel. Street racing in the U.S. is a subject of this docu-reality series, which purportedly provides an inside look into the action both on the road and behind the scenes. In Oklahoma City, for example, racers boast having the fastest streetcars in the country, and the racing, they say, comes first, before family, before friends, and before work. From a 1969 Chevy Noah to a race-ready farm truck, the vehicles and their drivers come in all shapes and sizes and have one thing in common, the need for speed. That's Street Outlaws on the Discovery Channel. Why does it say that it purportedly shows you the street racing culture? Uh, because they're like doing legal races on the street and not like illegal street racing. Okay, I guess that's it. But it's yeah. weird if they would describe it that way themselves. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very strange. It's all liability. Yeah, they're all that legal risk. There were like two warnings at the beginning. It's like, oh, definitely. Hey, we're dumbasses. Don't do this. And then you had the discovery warning before that. Hey, don't do street racing. <laughs> really, don't do this. <laughs> Uh, so we'll get this out of the way. So I'm an idiot or some, or Comcast is an asshole. And I ended up watching season one, episode one, instead of season 17, episode one. So I could give a lot of insight to compare the two because they're 13 years apart. And I, I uh, Max. Sorry, I have questions. I was going to let you finish. Okay. I mean, just as we go through, that's where I'm going to get my insight from. And in this episode, from what I, I didn't watch all of it. So somebody will have to fill me in some blanks here. But so the show's premise is that this guy, uh, what's his name? Big Chief. Big Chief. He has a list of the top 10 racers in Oklahoma. And the show is all of these people racing each other to try to be and stay number one. And then this season, they reset the list. So no one has any numbers. So the last half of the episode is them racing 10 through 6 to see who at where they are in the like one-on-one, see who's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And presumably next week will be 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And the first half of this episode, I didn't really watch. So if somebody wants to fill in for what happened there. Yeah, so they briefly covered, like, hey, they're doing a list shakeup, the no number thing. Um, then we get into, like, a little bit of, like, drama between Murder Nova and Sean, a.k.a. Crow. Um, these two are in, like, a little business together, and we'll go into deeper detail about their tiff. Um, we also learned a little bit about AZN and Farm Truck. And their conundrum of farm truck getting too big of a rep, and should they put it out the pasture? Uh, was there anything else that came up in the beginning half of the episode? Just this a was... lot of drama between Big Chief and Murder Nova. Oh, that's right. Okay. Thank you for filling us in. So let's let's start this thing off <clears throat> in the minutia section with this like whole shakeup of the numbers. <clears throat> so presumably no one except for me has seen any other episode of this. So was this confusing to you guys? It was confusing for for a little bit when they were just talking about the list before they explained what the list was. It, it was kind of unclear what was happening there. But then sort of once they explained what the list is, then it made sense. And then we got Big Chief coming in to basically say how disappointed he is with all the people who aren't really going for number one on the list, and that's why we're going to shake it all up and everyone's got to go for number one again or some something like that. It definitely feels like a show that builds on itself every season, kind of like Below Deck, where like 
it really helps if you have a lot of history of these guys and what happened last season and how the list is the way it is now. Yeah, I mean, so as I said, I watched episode one. So you start episode one, you get even less introduction to this list and the like context behind them. It's just people, they ha- they're on the list and they like race, like two people race, I guess, at the end of the episode. Uh, but even here, I thought you, they gave a better introduction to like what the show is actually about than season one. But then again, the season is this episode is really focused on like season episode one. There's a lot of really weird stuff going on that I won't get into because no one else watched it. But uh, there's a lot more racing in this episode. Chris, was there anything when you were watching it might have tipped you off to the fact it was 2007? <laughs> uh, so my first, the first clue that I found out that it was 2007 was the fact that I Googled the show and I was like going down this list. They were like, two people died on the show or people that have been on the show have died. Oh, and like no. one of the person people that have died was on the episode I was watching. And I was like, hmm. weird. This died. This dude dead. That's so, that's crazy. And <laughs> then I'm like, like you think it was like a Tupac hologram type of thing. Happened? I, 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 I thought he might've died after they filmed this. I don't know. I have hmm. to assume that that's what happened. That'd and then I'm like, schedule. when did he die? It was like 2013. He died in 2013. And then I was like, Dude, that's so what's going on i'm then i go sit at my computer i'm like oh i watched the wrong episode uh chris there's another explanation here which is um much like the mass dancer they just sort of photoshopped him in you know it's COVID times it's it's certainly possible i uh nothing else really screamed to me but afterwards it's, it's kind of clear it's kind of like a season one of a show because they were like uh they were doing some, some like, definitely seemed, they tried to make it seem like it was illegal racing. Like, they were like, we're going to go to this street, middle of nowhere, where the cops aren't going to come. And we're just going to, like, we're going to show the cops are going to come. We're going to run. We're going to pretend to be the cops. They did, like, in this episode, you probably didn't remember the clip, but there's a clip of, like, them coming out of, like, there's, like, people getting pulled over by like, the cops. And there's, like, some prank kind of thing. That was in the episode I watched. Wait, what? Uh, so like, I'm so glad was, to explain that. I was so confused of like, when did this show have all these pranks and things? I didn't get any of that in this episode. Yeah, so that so that's that prank was in season one, episode one. Uh, they like bought a cop car and they just like set this guy up and pretended to be cops for like five seconds. Um, Chuck was that, was that his name? Yeah, Chuck. Was that Dude, also Chuck, like a stage robbery? <laughs> uh, they didn't stage a robbery. They staged pretending to be cops. Okay, because I, I the robbery one, this. I that was not an episode one. Okay, uh, so the there's three people from the first episode that I remember in this episode. We have Big Chief, obviously he's in it. Uh, we got Chuck, and we got Murder Nova. Uh, so Murder Nova was number one um, in the episode I watched, and Big Chief was on probation. And driving without a license. In episode one? Yeah. On a TV show? (laughs) Yeah. On a TV show called Street Outlet. So you like, four cases like that, right? Like, okay, so you were. That's probably another indicator that this is like a, uh, that was, this wasn't 14 years into the show, but uh, I digress. I'm sorry. Big Chief in season one, episode one, wear his hat right down to his eyebrows. No. Okay. Well, that's a new thing in current day Big Chief. Yes. I'm not sure if that guy can fully see. That hat <laughs> is like over part of his eyes. All you need to see is the finish line, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys mentioned um, uh, what's the fire truck? What are they? Asian? Farm truck. Farm truck. Farm truck. Asian and farm truck. They are also in season one episode. Oh, wow. Thank goodness. Uh, but Ooh, they weren't you- in the second half of this episode that I watched. So they are currently, they were number 10 in season one, episode one. So they were on the list and they were racing the farm truck. Yeah. Nice. The farm truck got a reputation. I'm, I would be excited to see some of those races. 
Me too. I I love the idea that these guys are just traveling around hustling people in this farm truck. It's like they have this old beat up truck and then they just show up and bet people they can beat them in races <laughs> and just take their money. It's incredible. They're, they're they're like racing like 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 Lamborghinis and stuff. Like they're showing clips of it and they're just taking people's money. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm sure. Like it looked pretty powerful. Just I don't think you get that thing as good as you can get like a Camaro. Like you're not fast and furiousing that car. Like that's just as well as like like I mean, a better suited NOS. aerodynamic car. The NOS is probably there. We just didn't see it. Uh, so in episode one, they said they have double NOS. Um, man, the whole NOS craze really dates the show. I feel mm-hmm. like consider Fast and Furious. It's all over the place in the beginning, and now they just throw it in as a haha. There were there was absolutely some dude in this show with a big old tank of NOS in his passenger seat. Like I'm not sure if it's legal to use the NOS. In oh, it is or not, but he had it. In a street race, anything's legal. I so guess that's true. These are all everything's illegal. So this race that we see is a permitted race via somewhere in Oklahoma, I imagine. So whether this is like legal, you can go to a stadium and use your NOS. I don't know. But you come to this street outlaws race. It's legal. I kind of meant like, is it okay in the rules of their kind of street race and league that they got here? Yeah. One thing in the episode I watched, they were like, Oklahoma has the best fastest cars in the world or like the country and i'm just like i highly doubt that why would oklahoma of all places have the fastest cars in the country a lot of open roads nothing else to do land and what do you mean there's so many places like that there's south dakota there's like the whole middle of the country you say the same thing warmer weather Whoa, chris no yeah. reason to be mean to the people in these states I'm not being mean. I'm just saying you could have extra cars in them. That's I mean, all I'm like, saying. That's like asking, like, why is the barbecue good in Oklahoma? Like, I'm just like, you know, you can't explain everything. There's just some places. I'm just, I'm just crazy. doubtful of their boasts. That's all. I'm not saying that they don't have. Like, I'm just doubtful. They could have it. I don't they know. Have confidence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're, I guess, if you're trying to start a reality show about street racing, you got to boast that you have the best street racers, right? You see, now you're getting it. I I know, I know. <laughs> I'm getting it, but that means I can't complain about them boasting about it when there's no credentials. Like, they call up me like, here's the top results of, you know, the top dragsters in the world, and here's where we are. Like, okay. I, that's Then you've got some creds. You can't just show up and be like, yo, I make the number one donut in the world, and, you know, I make it for myself in my kitchen. You know, like, come watch me. Like, that's, there's no, there's no creds. Well, I'm curious about, so, like, this episode that we watched was about the list, like, of this one crew. I'm curious about, like, how this crew races with other crews or, like, if there is sort of a leaderboard across the country or, like, in Oklahoma, like, how that kind of works. There is no, there's no other thing. This 10, these 10 people on this crew list. That's the show. But like, like in in this show, he talks about how it's so important that the list races are competitive and that people are really trying because they have to push each other so that they, as a collective, can be better than other other street race teams. And to have a compelling show because you're on a reality show. Also, yeah. They want this list to be the list. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, this is like the premier list. And so, like, to keep it that way, just like in most sports or other competitions of any kind of sort, to gain that respect, you got to have the best athletes or competitors in that category dueling it out. And so, in theory, that is the top of the top, right? So, like, their top 10 here is a true top 10 in theory. It's obviously up for debate, but, like, that's the idea. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if at the end of the season... Then they go to some drag race where they have similar street rules and they continually win. Okay, I'll give it to them. That's the thing. Somebody's got to challenge the DK. You never know who can take them down. Yeah, maybe they're just training right now for some boss battle with another crew. (laughs) This is some sort of RPG. That said... 
Do you this, guys know what the track racing is? Like what the difference is? Because they were talking about how they used to do a lot of track racing and maybe the last couple of seasons and now they're back to street racing. Does anyone know about that? No. no. I would assume track racing is where you like sort of buy their dedicated asphalt areas called tracks that you know look like a real racetrack and they have turns and stuff. And you can just say like, hey, I'll pay you 200 bucks and I can drive on your private road today. So that's my best guess. Well, it's As true. opposed to getting like a permit in this on like a city street to do a race, right? Versus doing it illegally and having the cops call on you for doing a in a race on a public road illegally. Yeah. So like the track race, they show this in the show. It's like the NHRA or whatever. Like there are official drag races, and there's different categories of cars from all different levels. And that's where, you know, professionals go and, and they can do that. And I believe like many of these are also open to amateurs as well. Uh, I don't know the case for this show and how that got in. They might also have been in the professional category. It wouldn't seem out of the question. But yeah, I mean, like there's official lights, there's scoring, timekeeping, you know, all sort of a, a normal thing of a official or, you know, kind of sort of sport there. As opposed to like a street race where it's like by the idea of it, right? You're just rolling up to a street and challenging somebody to do a street race. Probably uh, like I do think street racing is also an official category too, where like mm. the classification or the restrictions on the cars, things like the tires, you know, certain builds and body styles, certain restrictions such as that might also come into play. Yeah, it seemed like maybe the quality of the actual pavement, like the consistency of it, might be better in a track. It's like they were talking this whole episode about like, oh, like the right lane's kind of bumpy, it's not as good as the left lane, whatever. I bet if you're like in one of these pro tracks, like it's a real nice, consistent surface. Uh, fun fact, the article I read said that anyone that appears, or the NHRA, anyone that appears on the show is banned from being in the NHRA. So I don't know if that like happened and then they made up and then they're back into the like, but at some point you like, I could definitely seeing because episode one made it seem like you, they were competing in illegal street races, which is something you don't really want as like the you know national racing association you don't want to promote that because you want like obviously that's not good so uh i i could see them trying to like not promote that kind of thing anymore the other thing that i wasn't sure about is i wasn't sure if the change was prompted by covid because it seemed like that like the tracks Obviously, they're big events. They have big crowds, all this kind of stuff. Like, I was wondering if, like, this shift back to street racing was, like, their way to do a COVID season with less people. There are no masks anywhere, so there's no other evidence of COVID or anything, but I was wondering if that could have been part of it. It's, I don't know. I don't know anything about the production schedule of the show, so. There you go. I have to assume, like, it's, it's 2021 at this point, so, like, you think they couldn't have filmed this in like 2019 to premiere in 2021 like right? so yeah that would make sense um so uh the sun all right harrison explain to me what the uh asian and other guys beef was this episode. Their beef? i don't know what well, their drama so, was so uh, Asian and Farm Truck are like, hey, Farm Truck is getting like a really good rep on the road. Used to be able to just go roll up to a Lamborghini and say, want to race? And the other driver would be like, yeah, I can smoke this truck. But now, like, they're, they're not able to pull any of that stuff. So they're kind of thinking about like putting Farm Truck to pasture. <laughs> but of course, in typical fashion, they're just like, no, we got to have one last ride. Except in this case, it's like, three or four last rides. It was like, yeah, we're going to set up several final races. And that's just like kind of the... Sorry, Annabeth, what was that? Oh, no. I was just going to say, was was Farm Truck even in these final races on this episode? No. I don't think it was. They're completely separate. Like, they had their own, like, separate um, uh, shop. Or they had their own separate shop. Okay, so the Farm Truck's not on the list? Not anymore. Chris farm mentioned truck that... Is on the list. What are you talking about? They just didn't get to that part of the race yet. They only did, like, four races. Oh, I thought that they did the first five races for like the first round of the list reshuffle. Because the first five races were ten cars. Yeah. Yeah. I thought once you've won, well, we we have to get it. Let's let's get backtrack to that. But uh, farm truck was number ten in season one, so I think they're like a personality on the show. 
whether their car is good enough to be on the list anymore it might not be so they, they're coming up with other shit for them to do um because they're on this reality show now yeah like at some point they had a whole conversation of like should they retire the farm truck and it essentially came down to the decision being if we lose the next race then we'll like consider it which is basically a no action so like they didn't decide anything but there was that whole conversation which led me to believe that they were going to be racing is was that not the case or like i think they're going to be racing but not on the list oh okay so it's like a side race little little side action yeah for the list we saw all the drivers race that are going to be on the list before we get there so brian can you explain to me the beef between big chief and murder nova right i can't because unfortunately like i don't have my notes on that what happened to them did your dog eat them i wish i know like there was a breakup and then now like um murder nova has to do like all the tuning himself but i didn't i don't exactly know what the beef was james can you explain it to me yeah like i wouldn't put it so much as like a major beef but i think it was a big chief approaching murder nova basically in short murder nova has not been he's been losing a few races uh he's not been around the garage as much he's kind of going through that stage of life where he wants to spend a little more time with his family kind of work on his own car a little bit and not like basically live in the shop at you know their joint thing it was like, hey, I think the best thing to do for me is like kind of step aside, do my own thing, do my own garage, like closer to my house, my family, whatever. Uh, and so they just decide to split up. And so now they're racing head to head. So they're not uh, partnering anymore. Okay. And they're both like, all right, cool. We're, we're still buds. Uh, we'll see you out there. We're going to we're gonna race. Like it's, it's, it's clearly a big deal because Big Chief and Murder Nova are like best friends from, from way back. And they've been rolling together forever pulling pranks together forever they started their own big garage business together and just kind of slowly like murder nova started to like not be in the garage as much maybe not be able to be, be kind of distracted maybe be kind of bummed out by it and then they just kind of decided to go to separate ways okay i i just so in episode one big chief didn't race he was he he said he like retired i assume that's because he had like he was on probation and probably shouldn't have been racing. Uh, so I guess he did race and I didn't even notice that he raced. Uh, so yeah, in the first episode, big chief and, um, murder Nova were like inseparable. Like they were in every scene together. They were pulling the pranks together. Like they were the one working on the car together. So like, I guess that is kind of more of a big deal that, uh, they're, they're kind of going their separate ways. Yeah. One thing I will say about this show is that every conversation, the way it was set up, felt so scripted or like pre-planned. It was like we're gonna have this in this like in this shop, and we're gonna talk about this thing. So, like I feel like this conversation specifically, it was so it felt so set up that I don't know like how much more was going on or like between them and how much like sort of angst there was leading up to this. And I don't know if this conversation felt like a good representation of the breakup. Because then at the end of the episode, like, all the guys are racing. And um, Murder Nova is, like, really sad that he can't get Big Chief's help, like, tune in his car anymore. Like, it seems like a bigger deal than that one conversation kind of led on. At least that was that was my take on it. Yeah, I mean, season 17, a lot of scripted drama unfortunately we're actually suggesting that this could not be actual reality annabeth i know it's a tragedy <laughs> tragedy you think that was real annabeth come on I, don't, I mean well i think i thought it was interesting because i think that a lot of the race part felt pretty real because that was more kind of documentary about the, what what was happening at the race but all the lead up to it and all the drama in the shop felt like super super staged i'm, I'm glad i skipped that part then uh season one didn't feel too bad it felt like a lot of the the there wasn't any everyone felt legitimately real and they didn't i didn't get that sense so uh by you know 17 years later i'm sure it's a little, a little different um so all right should we get to this race is yeah. there any other drama we need to go through no all right let's go to this race i first thing i want to say about this race is what kind of format is this fucking race 
A terrible <laughs> like, one. Why, why do you not get it? Style. It's, a, it's a drag race. It's a no. shootout style, Chris. What, what don't you get? I just Last like, how seen. do you determine who's number 10 by only racing two people that you pulled out of a hat? It's because uh, the order you go, right? So you draw numbers randomly to see the order. Then you get your head-to-head duel. First one to lose, you're the worst ranked, number 10. Next race up. Like, I know. I understand <laughs> that's the format that they went through. Okay. Work it through, and you keep bracketing in, and so ultimately you decide who the best one is. Can I propose an alternative? No, because that's what they did. No, I'm just that's what I'm saying is like you're saying is what they did. I'm complaining about that's a terrible way to determine who's number ten. Max, will you give me another way that they should have done this? Uh, what if they had a stopwatch and they click it when the race starts, and they click it when one of them passes the finish line? <laughs> Because like then you have a very, you know, a, a normal no, ordering. It's a street race, Max. You're <laughs> a loser. I don't see you guys aren't getting this. <laughs> okay. There's two guys in a car driving it down the road. There's a winner and a loser. A loser goes home. You ever seen that documentary, The Fast and the Furious? Yeah. <laughs> There's no scoreboard. You think like you think the Fast and Furious keeping a scoreboard? Come on. I'm just saying it would be more fair. There's a piece of paper with who won, who lost. That's all. That's all the tracking they're keeping. James, we're all Americans here. We all want free and fair scoreboards. <laughs> the shootout style seems like it's very effective at determining who's number one. It doesn't seem like it's super effective at saying who number ten is. <laughs> I would Agreed. Like, There's no like bottom bracket, and yeah. that's where it's like. I don't know what's going to happen later in the season where like, oh, I want to move up. Like, how do I challenge like the person right above me? So now I, number I 10... can I can I can explain this if you if you. Uh, oh, yeah, please. You would like. Uh, so the way the rules worked in season one, which I assume are still the rules today, is that the person below you can challenge you at any time. But you cannot challenge them. So if like you're number 10 and you want to move up to number nine. You can go number you number ten can tra- can challenge number nine, yeah. and then number nine can challenge number eight. Yeah, it makes sense. I can't like bully the people below me and just like keep demoralizing them in the races. Got it. It seemed though that after a race, you can challenge them immediately. So like, if number six uh, and seven race, and then seven and like say six wins, this is what happened: six one. But then whoever's number eight. Uh, challenge number seven, and then number seven lost again. Then they're number eight, and then number nine challenged them. Like it just kept going. Hmm. I, so th- there's some there's some rules going on in here. Wonder if they also do that for this. Like, oh, now that like all the racing's done, like I'm gonna challenge you. Oh, I'm sure it's it's gonna happen. What's like? What's the duration of a season of this list? Is it like the like a nice like nice weather driving season, or is it like a season of the show? Like, how do they know when it's over? I don't think there is an over. I think that that's why this season like started out where this we're doing this differently because previously the list just keeps going on. There's no like end. You're just number one until somebody challenges you and you loses and you lose. Okay. Yeah, it makes more sense to have something like this. But I think that, okay, so say they did this. We're like five, like, we're one person raced, they're number 10 if they lost. So you've got five cars left, right? How do you find who's number one now? You have an odd number of cars. Does somebody auto get into the next round? Like, is there another round where you do four, three? And then there's like a th- like I'm so lost. <laughs> I guess you got. I have watch. no idea how you finish this. You got to keep know. watching. The only way yeah. that's how they get you. You just. I'm keep so crazy. mystified at this tournament rules. It's the worst tournament ever. <laughs> <laughs> just keep on racing, you know. There's a winner and a loser. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It should have been group rounds. They should have had like you know four racers in a group you do round robin and the winner like goes on like there's there's no like this whole one <laughs> this was such a stupid tournament we do okay. find out that um big chief calls himself the race master i think 
Oh yeah. Well, I don't. He's think the one that that does the light. Yeah. No, he doesn't do the light. He he's the race organizer. He sets the. He's like the commissioner. Yeah. Because there's That's that drama the about the one guy. There's the drama with the guy who didn't bring a car. Yeah, but, but my, uh, I was just saying, like, he's not just going around calling himself the race master for fun. He's like the actual oh, yeah. organizer, commissioner dude. So yeah, he's like the rules enforcement, I think, of the situation. <laughs> and then you're right. There's totally I, I don't know who that guy is, but he's like something about his car, and he's going to him. I don't know if you want to explain it, but there's something going on there. Wasn't it Jeff? Could it? They all they all blended together for me. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. Facial hair. Jeff Lutz like did not bring a car because it wasn't ready. But then he raced. It was unclear. Like no, they said that, and then he, he raced, race. and I was like, "Where did he get that car?" He didn't race. He didn't race. There was a conversation where he talks to Big Chief, um, and he's like, "Hey, like I don't have my car. It's not ready. Like, what do you recommend I do?" And that's when Big Chief is like, "Hey." If I were you, I wouldn't be telling me, the race master, this information that might disqualify you from the race. Um, and then Jeff is like, okay, as a friend, what should I do? And Big Chief advises him to show up with the trailer, enroll in the race, like pay the money so that he can be on the list, and then just forfeit and time out on this particular race. Yeah, so we can go over the results here. I'll just I'll just read them out for you, which will include Jeff. Uh, we got Shane versus Big Chief. Uh, Shane loses. He's number 10. We got Jeff versus Monza. Uh, Monza wins because Jeff doesn't have a car. Uh, Murder Nova versus Ryan Martin. Uh, Murder Nova loses. He's number eight. And Ryan Martin wins. Uh, we got Dave versus Doc. Uh, Dave wins. Doc loses. He's number seven. And Chuck versus Dominator. Chuck loses. Chuck is was by far the worst race. What's wrong with his car? It was it was bad. He deserved to be number ten. <laughs> Get that stopwatch out. Didn't have a car, dude. The guy that didn't have a car. Come on, gotta be number. All right, all right, all right. He shouldn't be on the list. Like if this is the top ten. <laughs> racers in the world or in the u.s whatever you're going to call yourselves Oklahoma you can't have number 10 doesn't have a fucking car <laughs> he's on the show though swap him out for farm truck get farm truck in there yeah get farm truck yeah. it's an actual car yeah well, it's, it's a great a truck, car <laughs> i mean i think it's a truck but it's a hell of a it's a hell of a vehicle it'll way. beat that non-existent truck to the line <laughs> i'll tell you that much what <laughs> was this guy doing <laughs> Well, he apparently, like, he had been on the track circuit last season or whatever that means, and uh, his car is taking some abuse. It obviously needs some mechanical repairs. It's not ready to go, uh, but somehow I think this is all fake drama, clearly, because somehow it's going to be ready next week. Don't worry. Uh, so there you have it. I mean, that, that is common. Like, if you're racing these cars, they're going to need a shitload of work. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that, like, he has trouble with this car, but uh, I feel like it's uh, it's got to be manufactured drama, right? Like... Yeah. I want to know how much off time he had before this season to get his car ready for the television show that he is going to be on where he has to race a car. I don't understand how he's not ready. Also, how do you like have, how do you have so many people on this reality show? There's so many people. You know, it takes a lot of people to build these damn cars and to fix them and shit. So you've got a whole pit crew. Yeah, but I don't, we don't need a full 10. Like, make it a list of five. I don't know. Oh, you just meant, in, like, the actual cars? Yeah, no, just the amount, the amount of people. But the list is 10. I you know. have a full list. <laughs> you have a problem with the 10 people or the 10 people's crews? I'm confused by the, quote, amount of people on the show that you have a problem with. I have a problem with, like, the number of people. Like, just <laughs> the, the number of people that they give time to in the show. They give time to Asian and what's it and fire truck or whatever, and they don't not even on the list. And then you get the ten truck. people on the list, and then they're, they're like family. Like there's just a, oh, just a lot I, of I'm, people. Why the hell is farm truck in this show if they're not racing? I thought I was so confused when you said we didn't see him race. I thought I zoned out. I'm like what happened? Why was there a ten minute spot on farm truck? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, tell you. I think we could have spent a little more time explaining the one female person on this show. Who is she? What is her role? She's in, she's is she a mechanic? She's helping with the race. 
She are, you talking get about, are we talking about Louise? Is that her name? No, that's the name she? of that's the name of Far Truck's uh, truck, Louise. Okay. <laughs> Dog. Annabeth is talking about the only female person on the show, which I don't think says more than one word at all, because she doesn't get any <laughs> airtime. She's clearly just there as a like prop piece. Right? Really, talk to the big chief. Are they dating? Is like what is happening? <laughs> He seems that was like part of Big Chief's crew, or like somehow in like it seems like he might she might be his girlfriend or wife. I don't know. It's unclear. She none of this is explained. There's a weird scene where she gives the other guy the light for the race, and that's that's about all we get. We got to talk about that dude's role though. That seems so dangerous, and I don't understand why. Okay, so we got to can we can we go into this part, Chris? I don't know. I didn't watch this. So but there's a little bit of race yeah. minutia here where, so, you know, normally you drop a flag or flash a light or somehow to signal the race is going to go, right? Yeah. So two cars are lined up. They've warmed their tires. They're at the line. They're edging the go. Uh, and so this person has this role to flash the light to basically signal the go. And so there's this scene with this female character we're talking about, which we don't know the name or any more details around. She's like, I got the perfect flashlight. She gets them this flashlight. And then every time they're about to start the race, Dude is like backpedaling and like running backwards for some reason, flashes the light and keeps running backwards while the car zoom by him. It seems incredibly dangerous. And I just don't understand why he's not standing still. Like, why is he moving backwards? Yeah, it's very weird that he running backwards, flashes the light. It's not like he runs backwards, stops, flashes the light. No, no, he doesn't stop. He just is running. And then Chuck almost hits him. Yeah, there are like multiple races where like the car kind of skids right away and like like veers left or right, and then the driver's like, "Oh, I had to like get it back on the road, like whatever." So scary. Okay, here's here's my shot at it. I think that 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 that, that guy has to basically do two things. Like first, he has to make sure that both of the cars are right on the line. So like the first thing he does is like, he's like, "All right, you know, left car come up, right car come up." To do that and to make sure they're on the line. He has to be standing basically on the start line. And he can't be standing on the start line when he signals that thing. And so I think that it's basically like you can't have those cars just sitting there for too long because they're like getting ready, ready, ready. So he just like, oh, I'm just going to back up real quick and just flash it. Like I, that, that that can be my only assumption of, of why that happens like that. It but seems you could to- have somebody else do the flashing of the lights, can you? You could do that. Yeah, obviously. Do that. Or like a Put device. A stand. Put a de- stand there with a light on it, click a button, like... And it could go three, two, one. It doesn't have to be like uh, on. It was, it was, it was interestingly for every race that was not Big Chief's race. Big Chief did the signaling, which I thought was interesting because I'm surprised you can be a competitor on the list and also be the signaler and the race master. And the He's race running master. the race. He is like the judge. Conflict of interest for sure. I mean, yeah. he, he seems to hold that like he does a bit of everything. You know, he's the big chief. Yeah. Look, when you're the owner of the list, the owner of the league, you're the owner of this fucking reality show. Like, you're the SVP. Like, you you know, you do what you want. You want to like the thing, let people go. You're going to do that. It's just like when you're the head coach, you want to get out there and put on that quarterback's helmet and get out there and quarterback. You're going to do it. You're going to call the plays. You want to throw it to yourself. You're going to do that. Like, you're going to be everything. (laughs) Is Big Chief's car named Big Chief? This is one of my big questions about this show, actually. <laughs> I have no idea. But in the first episode, he did call himself Big Chief, so and he did not talk about his car. They use <laughs> car names and the people's names interchangeably in places. Like, sometimes that guy's name is Murder Nova, <laughs> but sometimes it's just his car that's named Murder Nova. I'm very confused. It's both. <laughs> it's just both? Well, his yeah. car name is definitely Murder Nova, and I think he assumed that role or something, right, Brian? Like, it, it, like yeah. that, that's the only thing I can think here is these these people have taken on the personas of their cars. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Like, you don't need to put your real name on this quote-unquote reality show. Harrison, you- there are so many people on the show. You want to remember their name and their fucking car's name? I don't want to, but the f- show forces me to, and it keeps using them interchangeably. <laughs> no, that's just... That's it. You don't need to remember. They're the same thing. All right. I have another question for people who know about the street racing. How often do you switch your car? 
do you like it sounds like these guys have had this car like forever the car that they've had but like i assume at some point you want to get a new car i would assume a lot of these guys have multiple project cars uh what i can tell you is that everyone that i can remember like chuck he has the same car that he had in season one and the farm truck never remember that name anyway uh are the same but so they're constantly replacing parts and adding new parts and tweaking their parts tweaking their tires and stuff so like when you like they probably have a whole new engine in that side that car than they did 10 years ago but they have the same body i guess there are like no rules about like once you're in the list does it matter what car you drive for the races like do you have to do the same one the whole season and like i don't know question i mean you just don't have the money to be buying another car realistically like maybe if you're on the show like maybe you're big chief you could you could buy a couple of these cars i don't know but like remember fast and furious how much those cars cost like it's only cost more now than it did then. You think these <laughs> these schmucks in Oklahoma can afford more? Like, I mean, if you're winning the pink slips. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, then you get another car. The whole season, there's only $1,000 on, on, on the stakes. Yeah, I, well, yeah, yeah. the whole thing is 10000 bucks. I think that's just for the winner of this race. It was... It was the winner of the entire season gets ten thousand. The winner of this first week's race got five thousand. So it was five hundred person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Weird. Then what? Yeah. Then I get your question, Annabeth. What's the season? What is the season? There's because there's definitely a point where it's over and they give that money to the top guy. Unknown. Presumably the end of the season of TV. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, but I, I would imagine like a standard number of races in a season or something. They could have one final race where it's like, hey, here's the rankings. Now here's a bracket from those rankings. Uh, all right. Are we ready for questions? Uh, I think James has a question for us for this particular show. James, you want to hit us with this question? Sure do. Uh, I'd really like to know what everyone's personal favorite car in the show was not who you you know not what car won or whatever just what car spoke to you the most what vibe were you picking up on the best uh i like the red camaro that uh i think fireball yeah Yeah. murder nova or ryan martin had it i don't remember which one but i like the red camaro there's no reason or rhyme i just that was murder nova was the name of his car yeah. Uh, I thought that Murder Nova was like a black car. I thought that Fireball was the red one. Yeah. Right. That's why I said it's not Murder Nova. Oh, okay. Murder Nova is driving a 1969 Chevy Nova. The GTO. All right. He, yeah. He, he had the the black GTO. Yeah. Not a GTO. Once again, it was a 1969 <laughs> Nova, which is why it's called the Murder Nova, oh. not the Murder GTO. Got it. Which I'll just jump ahead, and that was my favorite car. So. The GTO or the Nova. Oh my God, Noah! <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> the 1969 black Chevy Nova, Chevy aka Nova. The Murder Nova. The Murder Nova. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just keep. I'll just keep Not going. I like the farm truck because it's it's a farm truck, and they got a little grill on it that says farm truck. Um, it just is like it just seems kind of fun. Um, and they definitely are the comic relief, the drivers, you know, Asian and farm truck, who drives farm truck. Uh, so I'll go with farm truck. Farm truck. Farm truck. Brian, what do you got for me? You let me know. Um, I like the Doc's car the, the most. So Doc's car was labeled the Street Beast, and it's a 1970 Chevy Monte Carlo. Uh, Annabeth, do you have a favorite car? Yeah, I was gonna say Doc's car too. It's really, it's really nice. It's a beautiful blue. Looks real sleek. Uh, but also, I mean, farm truck is like tops. But <laughs> uh, Harrison, what do you got for me? I think I was in the in the the Fireball camp too. Even though I do like the Murder Nova, I think the Fireball's looking pretty good. Uh, Max, you got one? Got to be farm truck. Um, I love so these are called sleepers, you know, cars that don't look like they go fast but they do go fast. That is very entertaining to me. You just want to see them go you want 
a whole show where they're hustling people. Absolutely, that is what I would watch. Uh, all right, so let's get uh, let's get to our standard questions now. Um, I don't know if there's really anyone in this, so we might skip it. Who's the worst human being? I don't know. Yeah, we'll just uh, skip it. I think it's uh, the dude that didn't bring a car to fucking car race. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair. Uh, we'll give it. We'll leave it at that. Uh, then we got. Is this the apex downgrade for the host? Not really a host, so we'll skip that one. Uh, what's the most baffling, cringeworthy moment? Uh, Brian, you have one. I got one. Somebody's car is named Death Trap. Who the fuck names their car <laughs> Death Trap? <laughs> the, the rules, actually. Uh, I got one. Um, so there was an there was a scene where Big Chief uh, asked Chuck, or was his name Chuck? Yeah, Chuck, if he wanted to challenge the eighth person, and he said no, but then changed his mind, and then Big Chief came out and was like just screaming at him so hard because. Big Chuck was so pissed because he couldn't find him to challenge him. And it looked like this guy had some real anger problems. Oh, wait. Wrong episode. Wrong Sorry episode. about that. Harrison, do you have Harrison Annabeth, do you have one? Uh, the only one that I can think of is when that dude was going to win by default because the other guy didn't show up with a car, like he pulls up on the line because he's going to test his car out or whatever. And then it just like immediately breaks. And he's like, oh, shit, now I got to fix this car for my next race or whatever. There you go. Um, So shall we go to drinking rules? What are some good drinking rules for this episode? Drink every time you see a different type of facial hair. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you no. stole mine. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to be drink for every goatee. <laughs> uh, I was going to do drink every time you see a car-related tattoo. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's good. Uh, what if you drink for every, uh, like, sentence that felt like they were, like, reading a line and, like, acting out, like, a bit? You would be real wasted within five minutes. <laughs> you know? That's a, that, that should be on our stock rules. We really need to have a stock rules episode where we come up with the stock rules for reality shows. Yes. You have to drink while you come up with the rules or like, how does that work? I don't know. We just need to come up with like, you know, when we thing is we come up with the drink rules after these episodes, we never get to test them out. Right. I mean, we don't generally test them out. We could. Maybe every week we should come up with the drinking rules for this show and try to apply them next week. No matter what the show is. I like that. Like, we pick one rule for the following week and we stick to it. Like, man, there's so many car tattoos (laughs) and goatees. (laughs) But also make mine a real winner because mine is drink while a race is happening. Drink the entire time. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I was like, I was just going to say we have to have that rule, right? Oh, yeah. I have a question. Do you have a rule? Sorry. Uh, I don't have a rule, but I have a sort of follow-up question once we're done with the rules. All right. James, did you want to say something? Yeah. So question for Brian's rule, just to clarify. So you said, what drink while the race is happening. What about when they show like a clip of the same race again, like the replays, things like that? Just to clarify. No, I don't think so. It's from when they flash the light till they like stop the car. Till like they show them passing the line. Okay. You can't be prepared for like a clip and be like, oh, like that. Got it. Uh, I don't know where Noah's went, but he, I think he's gone. Uh, he said BRB. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go with production oh. schedule. What Wait, is the production schedule this? here? What? Oh, no, no, no. He, he, keep going. Production <laughs> schedule. And I hope it's pre-COVID because there's oh no. Oh my god, dude! COVID happening on this. So on this note, I like decided to look at like the previous episodes, right? So like it was season seventeen. Season sixteen ended in oct in October of twenty twenty. So, so 
they're like this show is seriously being continuously running for the lat for forever. Like they don't really take a break. Um, so it seems to me that last season it looks like from the thumbnails that they were at like real races. So that was filmed pre-COVID. This has to be filmed during COVID. There's no way. So, agreed. O- Oklahoma but, might not have those uh, those COVID restrictions that would prevent you from filming, right? So, at the same time, like right now, like they're we don't really see them like interacting with like anybody else outside. So if it's just like a tight crew and you get them tested, it's fine. Yeah, but like the the races have at least 20, 30 people there. Do they? Like, I don't exactly remember a huge population other than, like, the crews. But I, I'm just assuming that, like, it's whoever's, like, um, amongst this show. Like, once you start bringing in, like, an audience, that's a problem. Do you think the Street Outlaws bubble is, like, you know, really being cautious? Yeah, I hope so, but I'm not going to make any judgments. Just some, some quick searching led me to an article from somewhere in Arizona saying that they were filming this season in October in Arizona. So I think that they're, they're probably shooting it during COVID. So then the second question is, is like, how long do they film from this? Like, do they film like a month and then they make like 10 episodes? Like, do they just film like every day, a couple races or like, you know, you need time to fix these cars. It's not like something's real broken. You're going to get parts. Like the first season, they're doing like weeks between a week between races. So like, obviously maybe that, you know, you tighten the schedule up a bit, but it's a, it's a tough, tough, tough schedule. That was going to be kind of my guess, which was like, it seems like a week between it seems like a reasonable ish amount of time to like fix your cars and like do your repairs, tune it a bit. But I but like COVID that. schedule. Like that's just not going to work. Right. So I feel like this this season's got to be short, and it's got to be just. That's why it would make way more sense to make this tournament like a bigger deal, and like a real tournament than just like uh, this like weird one off races. Anyway, that's just. I'd say a couple weeks. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, Noah, you said that you have a tidbit. No, Annabeth has a tidbit. Yeah, I have a tidbit from the internet corner which is that we can all be Street Outlaws because there is a racing video game based on this series called Street Outlaws The List. <laughs> Holy How do we get on the list? Is it on it's Xbox Game Pass? On Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox One. <laughs> Hell yeah. I hope it's like Mario Kart. Finally, I can play as Farm Truck. <laughs> <laughs> you can be Farm Truck. Be the truck. <laughs> Christmas is gonna be great this year. Uh, I don't. Th- I doubt. Is it on Game Pass? We gotta know. No. I don't think so. We'll look it up after. Either way, we're getting this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, we all looked at that. That's great audio. Picture is just like four four generic people like. On this thing, like I could barely tell who it is. Oh, not yeah, it's our, the beards. It's our yeah. guys. It's a uh, big chief, farm truck, <laughs> uh, murder, murder, and I think that that's man. It's is, hard to tell. Is it my boy going. Asian? I think it might be Asian. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're seeing the discovery logo is, on a game is. box. Uh, right. Do you think? Do you think they have a squatching game? <laughs> we gotta find out. Should in any case, Max, should we make one? A squatchin? Uh, a, yes, we should if it doesn't already exist. B, I would like to propose a new simple question to potentially be in our rotation. Yes. How would you make the show better? What's well, like one little tweak you can make to the show that would make it more your thing? Uh, that would make it more my thing? Um... I think it needs to be hosted by Vin Diesel. (laughs) More like technical details on what's actually going on in the races. Like, like I need to know, like, okay, here Chuck turned right. Why did that happen? And like, what's he going to do to fix it? Like, like, it doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to be enough. But like, 
after I watch 16 seasons of this, I want to like, I hope I can walk into a racing store and be like, okay, this is the kind of engine that guy has. And this is what would cause these kind of issues, stuff like that. But that, that would, I think that would be intriguing. That's a little dangerous. Cause now it's like, we're teaching you the street race. Woo. We're just teaching, I, teaching how to race in the, the like real racing place, yeah. not necessarily a street. I do agree. It'd be interesting. Legally race. There are, there are places you can go and legally race. Yeah, but you're not like doing a lot of those tunings yourself. Like you're going to be given like some equipment no, you, and stuff. No, no. I like there. There are places you can go like and show up at a track like Max was talking about earlier and bring your own car, bring whatever you want. Like okay, thing. Yeah. Like it doesn't are have you, to be like like you and me could go race. Is like what I'm saying. Like you could just show. Okay. Up. That, yeah. That's also something I wouldn't have expected. I would expect that, like, you would be solo doing this. Because, like, once you have two people on there, an accident happens, it's game over. Well, I mean, you don't have to have multiple people in the car. I'm just saying, like, they have places you can go and do, like, legal racing. And so, like, whatever level that you're looking for, those things exist. Uh, but to answer Max's question, I'm going to go with, I would like a little more garage time. Uh, mm. They didn't really get into any of them, like, working on their cars or, like, talking about, like, things they were going to do or maybe they were fixing or like shit, you know that one guy that doesn't have a car. Maybe they could have showed him like working on his car a little bit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it felt like the garage time was dedicated solely for drama and not cars. Yeah, it's weird for a quote car show for sure. Anyone else want to answer, Brian? I don't think I'd add much more than like remove the drama. Just it's so generic at this point and predictable. I don't need it in every show. And about their Harrison, you got a answer? I mean, I'd, I'd like some more education about the decisions they're making with these cars. Like, I could see some, like, history channel when they do kind of diagrams or, like, give me some stats about the cars. Um, yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, the Morgan Freeman, like, explaining what's going on and what happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get to, I mean, would this show be better as a Quibi? Uh, like individual races, maybe? much better much much better i i don't know i think it wouldn't be able to give me enough context to what's going on so i'm gonna go with no they just get down to the details on the races you know like you give like the specs on the car you give like a really quick like uh a drama detail on the character be like what's like the high the low the drama then they race and that's how it gets resolved. Tune in next time to see the next race. Uh, you're probably right. I'd probably watch. I, I'd have to be shorter than a Quibi. It'd have to be like three-minute Quibbies. It could be tight. Yeah, it could be a very tight Quib. Too bad. R.I.P. Quibi. Uh, let's get to our last and favorite question. So we do a rating system here. We're top, middle, bottom, third. We try to put them in reality shows into buckets so comparing its other reality shows uh brian why don't you start us off i'm gonna do bottom in the middle it it was a very cookie cutter shirt show but it was interesting in that it was still street racing and there was a lot of it this this episode um i know that you said that episode one in season one did not have much racing so i'm hoping that they just learn from that and have a bunch more races uh annabeth what do you got um, I think I'm kind of similar to Brian. I think I'd put it kind of bottom of the middle. Like it's a solid show. I like the racing a lot, but like there's too much drama. It's a little too long, but it's good. Harrison. Yeah, it's going to be a middle third show for me as well. Like I'm, you know, I'm curious to see if the show is, is better. If you've kind of watched it over the seasons and you have more of a relationship with these characters and how they've been moving up and down the list and all this kind of stuff. Um, I would like to see it be a little bit more technical and teach me a little bit more about these cars and kind of what, what they're doing. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's all right. Max, what do you got for me? Uh, I like cars and I was just bored to death by the show. I just thought it could have been, it, it was way too much drama. So I'm going to have to say bottom third, but top of the bottom. What do you got for me, Harrison? I already gave you my rating. So. Oh. Noah, sorry. What do you got for us, Harrison? <laughs> what do you have keep for going, us? Matt? Keep going, Harrison. Just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go similar to Max. Um, I really want to put the show lower, but it's not bad. It's just 
boring as fuck. Like, it really would be better as a Quibi. Um, so, I'll put it in the bottom. I'm hesitant to put it top of the bottom, but I'll put it there. Um, I think it should be lower, because it's just really hard to get through. Like, the drama's not entertaining. Obviously, they know their shit about cars. It'd be cool to just really dial into that. Uh, but they don't. Yeah. Street out was. James, what do you got for me? I'm going to put this one uh, just right in the middle. Uh, I think there was some really enjoyable moments, but also some lulls. Uh, and ultimately, I think just needs to swap out some of the, the drama or the seemingly fake drama for a little more garage time. And I'd be a little more happier. But all in all, I had a good time. It was right in the middle. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with middle third, mainly because I like season one, episode one. And I didn't get a chance to watch this full season 17, episode one. I feel like it was not as good. Uh, it got, you know, a little flanderized, probably. Uh, it's fine. Like, there's nothing that particularly bad about it. There's not anything particularly good about it either. So The thing is, this show also has, like, so many spinoffs, so many seasons. I was just going to get ridiculous. into that, that now that I've given my ratings, is that there's, we could do, like, two months of just Street Outlaws. Let me read out to you all the Street Outlaw spinoffs we've got. We've got Street Outlaws, Fastest in America, Street Outlaws, Memphis, Street Outlaws, Mega Cash Days, Street Outlaws, Full Throttle, Street Outlaws, Race Night in America, Street Outlaws, New Orleans, and then Street Outlaws. I like Night in America. Uh, oddly enough, Mega Cash Days is a 2021 show. It just started. Wait, what is it called? Mega Cash Days? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) A group. Very transparent. There's a Mega Cash Day. (laughs) (laughs) A group of drivers from all over the country compete in a race for $600,000. Wait. So it's the Amazing Race? No, I think it's uh, an actual tournament, unlike what they did in this episode. Okay, that's better. Is uh, is this show related to the show Pinks? Has anyone randomly seen that? I have no idea if it's in the same universe. It just feels like a very similar concept. Of so if nobody has come across the show Pinks randomly, as apparently I might have been the only one here. Why, the f- uh, why is it called Pinks? Yeah, good question. So you're racing for pink slips. Your car is on the line. Every race, you could take the other guy's car home. Oh my god. The Fast and Furious? I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, fair question. I don't, uh, I'm trying to think which one came first. <laughs> which was I mean, really the start of this question, which is did that show spawn pinks or did pink spawn this show like i was curious about the car universe here well james the uh movie fast and furious came out in 2001 Mm -hmm. and that predates almost every reality show minus like survivor Mm. uh so so fast and furious was the first reality (laughs) show movie you're telling me yes yes You gotta steal those uh, VCR. Remember, they're stealing VCRs off those trucks. VCRs. So, like, you know, you date yourself a little. Like that. That sets you where you're at. DVD players. <laughs> yeah, they might have been DVD players. Well, they were like combo DVD VCRs and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, those expensive stuff. None of those cheapo, just VCRs. <laughs> Uh, Brian, you have a shout out this week. I'm finally starting the expanse. Oh, so Star Trek discovery just finished and it was an okay season. I wouldn't say it was like great, especially compared to the other seasons, but I'm still, I still got that space itch. Good, good. Uh, that'll itch it for sure. Uh, James, do you have a shout out this week? Uh, did you mean that'll scratch it for sure? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> Expanse is gonna be real good in there because I've never heard that'll itch. <laughs> that'll itch it. It'll itch. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. I was gonna add that that really uh, that really tickled me, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been watching uh, a lot of Below Deck. Uh, it's interesting to see. Obviously, I've talked about this one a bunch, but it's interesting to see how they're dealing with COVID uh, in sort of uh, realish time or slightly delayed time. So 
looking forward to finding out what's happening this week. Wait, can you explain? Is So it's back? Yeah, uh, so it's the OG season, so with Captain Lee. Um, and they are, I forget where they are, in, in Tiwa or somewhere? Somewhere around the Caribbean or something like that. Anyways, uh, this, the show starts out before COVID. Uh, um, I think it's like episode six or seven is about when they're starting to find out that like COVID is starting to spread around. And so it's an interesting like reliving of time. Uh, so they're revealing a little bit behind the curtain a bit to kind of show that production schedule. Uh, so I think in like on the show, they're somewhere in like mid-February. Uh, so shit's about to get real. Yeah, I don't think I want to watch that. Yeah, does it does not sound fun. Does not. It's been a hell of a good season though so far. Great chef, chef drama, new chief stew, all sorts of action happening. There's been firings, new people brought in, new people kicked to the curb, all sorts of good stuff. People getting drunk, kissing and making out in the hot tubs, all good stuff. Mm. Uh, you have a shout out for us, Noah? Yeah, I'll, I'll give a plug to uh, Tehran on Apple Plus. Uh, it's about a Mossad agent in Iran, Tehran, Iran. Uh, pretty good. Uh, Max, you have a shout out? Uh, I also watched all but the last episode of that show. I should finish it. It was it was fine. I think it started off better than the end, but it was it was you know a fun twenty four style romp. Um, oh, and I am caught up on the expanse. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the expanse. It's very good is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Annabeth, you got a shout out this week? Uh, yeah, we just watched the golden compass. Um, it's like a mini series on HBO. Um, and it's based on a book that I loved as a, as a teen. Um, and it was great. It was really cool. Uh, his dark materials. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. Movie? Yeah. Because yeah. the movie is called The Golden Compass. Yeah, and it was not yeah, yeah, not that, not that. The the series, the movie's very bad. The movie's terrible, but the series is great. Did you watch just season one or both seasons? We've only watched season one, starting okay. season two immediately. Right after this, like they took a break to do this podcast. Uh, I watched a movie called The Sound of Metal. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Very good. Highly recommended. Five stars. Um, I've also been playing The Witcher 3. Uh, very good. If you have not played it and it seems like you might want to, I would. it's not too late. Just just play it. It's, it's very good. Uh, it's, uh, and that's it. That's it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter.com, Twitter at Hoop of the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop of the Sun. You can ask questions and suggestions at Hoop of the Sun at gmail.com. Please rate and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. Show your eyebrows, big chief. <laughs> Showing your eyebrows. Your Tweeted him. <laughs> He's got a condition. You don't know. You're just being me. He, he might. He might. Eyebrows.